0: This is episode forty-three of the Rollin' Ramblin' podcast with my friend Thomas Henson. And we talk about the importance of of being genuine and just having fun and being authentic rather than trying to push an agenda when creating content or just in general building relationships. It's been great to connect with my friend who we've known each other uh, off and on for close to twenty years, and we just have a a quick little chat coming up. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll have links to all of Thomas's stuff, uh, in, in the description of this episode. Thanks so much. Hey Thomas,
1: Mr. Bertrand, how are you?
0: I'm doing well, man. How are you doing?
1: I am doing fantastic. I got to say this is definitely my highlight of 2021 so far. I'm really glad that we're connecting.
0: Yeah. Perfect, man. Thank you so much. Um, hey, my
1: pleasure.
0: Yeah, this has been awesome. So we'll just kick it off. Um, usually what I do after I after I talk to you is I'll do a, a tiny bit of an intro and I'll add it to the front of this. But uh, this is episode 43 of the Rolling Ramblin' podcast with my friend Thomas Henson he has stopped by today to chat about old times and what, uh, what, what we've both got going on. So I'm super excited to get into it. Um, and uh, thanks so much for for volunteering to to, to chat it up because we, uh, I was thinking about it the other day that we've had quite a, uh, we've we've been, you know, friends for quite some time because we met at West Corporation, the call center for uh, at and back in the day. And I started in 03 and left there in 05. And that's when you worked there around the same time as well, didn't you?
1: that that's right yeah it has been gosh i would say
0: close to 20 years
1: yeah 15 going on 20 years
0: yeah it's it's crazy to think about that yeah
1: so yeah well you know what man I, i i gotta say i'm really uh really happy to be on your program and uh i've had uh opportunities now that i i know about your program to to listen to some episodes and it's it's been great so congrats on what you got going on for yourself
0: thanks um i had a uh I had a momentary, uh, about a 48 hour period of, of a decent amount of success there. Um, there's a, a, uh, a website, uh, that that's called chartable and it, it sort of, it, it lists all the, the top podcasts, uh, in different, um, in different countries in different categories. And this podcast particularly is in, uh, it's called personal journals. Cause I just was, I, when I originally started it, it was just me kind of wanting to talk to my friends and, and to, yeah. tell my life story a little bit more and be, be less sort of directional as far as the motivational stuff. Cause that's sort of in, intertwined with a lot of these different things. But anyway, in that category um, for a, for a couple of days there last week, I was hundred and thirty-sixth out of 250. And then, you know, the next day it dropped down to, I think, 221 out of, out of 250. So for a, from a, from a moment in time i was in my category the the one of the, the top to say 200 podcasts uh in in canada on apple so that was pretty cool um, that,
1: that is really cool and you know uh from what i have uh, seen and experienced with um you know having youtube uh for example and just watching other you know other uh you know uh, social media you know uh, influencers or or personalities is that's and, and even people who are working out or trying to lose weight you know you you have those you have those moments in your journey where it doesn't feel like it's really going anywhere and then you have this little bit of a blip of a of a of what you might see as a success point and then it kind of goes back down and what i've seen is those who get excited about those moments even though they may dip down are ones that experience the next one that happens to be a little bit bigger and then it might dip down again and then a little bit bigger and then before you know it the critical mass kind of just takes over and you continue to grow grow grow. So I think that's a really good sign that you're you're definitely on the right path.
0: Well yeah, and and I'm I would be lying if I if I told you that I wasn't excited because I mean as soon as I saw, you know, that 136 out of 250 for that that short sort of 24-hour period, man, that was that was cool. You know, just to... Because you always think of yourself as, uh, and I'm pretty sure even, you know, as much as it's hard to believe, I think the, uh, you know, the all the billionaires of the world also have that moment or or the professional athletes that start out as just, you know, like even Michael Jordan or LeBron James or Wayne Gretzky, they all started out as kids just liking the sport that they're in, you know, and then they get to this massive amount of fame and they, they feel like they're you, you know, everybody feels like they're out of reach, and they're a different type of person. And and for for me, like just for that that flash, I was so excited that not only I had that level of success for me, but more important than that, um, you know, people were obviously to some degree liking what I had to say or the content that I had to offer. Which which if I can, you know, ultimately without without you know without sort of always the lens of self help, if I can offer some sort of entertainment or or some sort of Uh, escapism a little bit, especially in today's climate with the pandemic going on and all that stuff like that was super exciting for me. And that, you know, fires me up to keep doing them and, and get more guests on and, and sort of become a better podcaster and a better interviewer and a better speaker. Like I'm, I'm learning skills as this goes on as well as learning more about learning more about even, even friends, you know, that I've, I've, sort of lost touch with a little bit over the years or, or maybe just on the fringe and like, you I get to get to catch up with cause it's been, it's been so long, you know, it's, yeah. it's it gives everybody a different Avenue. And it, for me, even though I liked doing the YouTube videos, there's a lot more to do that than this. Whereas, whereas like this is sort of just hit the button uh, and go. And it just, it, it makes it a little more um, genuine and casual, but casual in a good way, you know?
1: No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's just just the fact that one person might listen to your program, and then the next time you put another one out, you know, one or two are listening, there's always someone listening. I mean, at the end of the day, if you can reach one person in some sort of positive way, even if it's just to help them fall asleep at night, or, you know, someone who might feel kind of, you know, alone in their life, and they just have this Steve Bertrand voice in the background. I mean, anything is, is an honor, you know, and, and I have found that and and this is from personal experience as well, is those who become incredibly successful in terms of people knowing who they are, consistent growth, and it's they are just incredibly excited about that are people who are not never started doing it with the intentions of becoming famous or popular, but they did it because they love the genre. They just, they do it because it's what they have passion to do. And the success was accidental. But for those who do it because they want to become successful or because they want to become famous, they don't do it because their heart's not in the right place. And and that's, I, I learned that from experience with my YouTube channel, you know, is, is I wanted to, Uh, you know oh I want to be as big as that guy or I want to be popular like that guy and this is a couple of years ago and um, it wasn't going anywhere and I just you know and and I'm not big by any means I'm I'm a very tiny 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 speck of sand uh, you know on on the beach compared to you know everybody else in my space or you know in my genre of YouTubing Um, but as, as soon as I just let go of the results and the expectations and just did it because I just love doing it. Then every time I do it is so much fun and nothing else matters anymore. And then I started to see some huge growth, you know, going from 30 subscribers to then, you know, 40. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, i got 10 subscribers this month. How cool is that? And, and, you know, now I'm, now I'm pushing 500 subs in, 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 in that time span was about a year. So as soon as you kind of let go of that, good things start to happen. Right. And, and I can tell in your voice when you, when you do your podcast that, um, and even just, you know, following you on, on Facebook and and sharing your thoughts and your content. I mean, you're doing what you were meant to do. And it's, uh, you know, if, if I didn't know you personally and I just sort of found your podcast, I, I would assume that you've been doing this for, you know, half your adult life and you're huge and you're an expert. I mean, you wouldn't be able to know any different because, you have that heart for it and that passion for it and and you're really good at at communicating. So, you know, people will definitely catch on to that for sure.
0: I appreciate that very much. And, um, the funny part was, uh, I think for me with the rolling motivation stuff, as much as I like doing it and being, uh, being that guy and always sort of coming up with goal setting tips and things like that, it it became, uh, the original intent was always sort of to be the next, um, like Tony Robbins or, or, or John Maxwell. Um, and I think a lot of that, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Thomas and I, back in the day, we were uh, part, of, part of Amway. We did some network marketing, which uh, for whatever people's opinion of network marketing is, you know, in the big scope of things, it did uh, nothing but good things for myself just in terms of the growth and meeting awesome people and the positivity and all that stuff. Um, and I will, I, didn't just, have... I will
1: just add to that, Steve, is that uh, and and that result had nothing to do with Amway. Uh, there's nothing wrong with Amway. Amway is just a, a business model, and people can have their own opinions, and that's fine. That's not what this is, you know, here to debate. But uh, yeah. Amway had nothing to do with providing the the tools and the channels for any man or woman or girl or guy to become a better human being. It was the it was the people, the uh, the association, the environment that just you know brought on uh, that uh, that environment to want to grow and to be a better person, regardless of whether you're you know working with Amway or not. Um, yeah. And uh, and and you 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 grabbed onto that, and and it was just so cool to see uh, to see uh, you know start where you started at and and just grow and 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 you know we kind of. We kind of separated past a little bit. I moved back, uh, you know, over to the mainland, and um, and we are we kind of parted ways, or you know, over the years. But then I sort of found you again, and I'm like, wow, look at this guy go! You got Toastmasters, you got your rolling motivation. I'm like, you know, a lot of people will go into a, a business opportunity and develop themselves in a way that propels them out of that original opportunity and into something else that is actually propelling their their true successes and um and it was just really cool to see you do that
0: well and, and same for you i mean and i think i think you know with like you said when when we join opportunities and we do certain things um a lot of people never think about the because the obvious the obvious value when you when you join an opportunity or maybe you join a health club or you join like let's use the analogy of a, of a sports team for instance yep. like I, I my my aikido is not a sports team but they're a community and I've gotten I've gotten just as much out of learning aikido and going through those couple of tests. Um, you know, I've gotten I've gotten a lot out of that, but I've gotten way more out of the community of people and the friendships that I've built within that, and and just the just the wanting to learn and um, the the sort of calmness and and being centered and the 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 spiritual aspect of things as as well. Right. So when you look at when you look at different business opportunities, everyone sort of looks at oh well. You know how much money did you make, or how how successful did you get? Even with my accessibility consulting business, same same type of thing. I didn't I didn't achieve this massive level of success and build this huge company, but the skills are are what I took out of that, and they're more valuable than what I didn't did. You know what I did or did not make in 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 business, and I think that's something that people people miss when when they decide to or not to take an opportunity. I think I think that's what sometimes people miss is there's there's other value on the back end. And dare I say that's more important than the initial sort of grab of of some of, of these different opportunities, whether it be uh, network marketing or you know team sport or Toastmasters even, you know, Toastmasters gave me a great base for for learning how to speak, but then I had to develop my own style around that. You know, expanding on that skill set and those types of things, and I know that you're into photography. You know, you have been for quite some time, and you um, and it looks like now you're into sports cards as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, just to piggyback off what you just mentioned, is you know that that's something that you and I both learned over those years of of working with the mentorship organization, uh, which is tied to the Amway uh corporation. There's about 35 different mentorship organizations, which. Uh, you know, doesn't matter. But, you know, this one here was, you know, just the environment that you and I needed is that, you know, what we learned through that process was, um, you know, the best way to develop success in your life is meet someone who is living the life that you want to accomplish and copy what they did uh, in, and duplicate what they did from your your attitude to your actions to your you know, to your belief systems to, you know, da- daily routines, and just copy them until you get a good momentum going. But in order to propel past that, you will naturally, your your natural personality and your uniqueness will start to come out and shine because now you have that confidence and, and little bits of the, of, of uh, successes copying someone else. And then eventually your brand becomes your brand. And it's it's not like, you know like you mentioned john maxwell for example one of the world's leading uh educators and mentors in uh in leadership and mentorship training uh you know uh doing talks for the united states military and corporations like coca-cola and and uh, the amway corporation is another one is you know you'll, you'll never be there's never going to be another john maxwell but you can definitely you know, uh, mimic a lot of his success traits. Um, but it's always it's always going to be Steve Bertrand at the end of the day, that's that's going to shine, right. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, uh, I I love photography, I, I've, uh, I attempted to do it professionally through real estate photography for a very short period of time. And, and it was definitely much, uh, much too early uh, in my, in my skill development, uh, in order to do that. Um, it's a very competitive business. And, if you're not one of the better ones in the market it, it's not going to last so as much as i really enjoy that i was not prepared to do the work that it took to become an expert in that area um but i've, I've been a you know just a, a a passionate photographer just for my own enjoyment for for a number of years and still enjoy it today but uh, don't practice it all that much um but uh you know once in a while at least i have the skill to to do photography whenever i need it you know my work uh, asked me for uh, a new portrait uh, for my my scan card and uh, also to update my my LinkedIn profile. So I'm just grateful that I, I, I have the ability to, you know, stand in front of my wall and, you know, take some professional shots with my camera set up and my lights. And so there, there's some benefits to to being a, a closet photographer for, for those specific reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but for yeah, sure. I love it. You know, I, I, I always get excited when spring and summer come around because I thought, I cannot wait to be down at the beach taking those morning or nighttime sunset uh, landscape uh, photos, which is one of my favorite things to do. Or if I'm out in the in the woods fishing, uh, I love taking uh, really deep depth of field photographs of the lake and and the the fog that is just sort of rolling on the lake in the morning. And you got the mountain in the background and you got just the that soft light that's kind of coming through. It's it's just a beautiful thing. And it gives me an opportunity to capture that moment through a photograph. And every time I go back and look at that photo, it's, it brings me back emotionally to that, op- to that time when, when I took the photo. So, yeah, I, I absolutely love that. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, its I've always just been a content creator. Um, You know, I've always been a creator, always wanted to be busy doing something, always having a bunch of projects on the go. And it was interesting. I was sitting at home. Uh, a couple of years ago and uh, just flipping through YouTube channels and I saw this guy open up packs of sports cards and and I thought oh my gosh man this brings me back to when I was a kid in the late 80s early 90s when my dad introduced me to sports cards and said it's going to be big money one day start collecting now and so he would buy me some you know uh, 91 tops 89 Donruss you know the really kind of typical uh, wax pack baseball cards back in the day, and and I kept them. Yeah. I, I did not get rid of them. I took that as seriously as I knew how to back then, being you know ten years old. And um, yeah. and I thought when I saw that YouTube video that night when I was at home, and uh, I thought I have a box of sports cards somewhere, and I probably spent the next hour in my attic. And this was at like nine ten o'clock at night. <laughs> I just got super motivated all of a sudden. And I went digging around and I found my box of cards and I I started going through every individual card, trying to find out how do I know what these cards are worth and trying to find the old Beckett magazine, because that's what all I knew, you know, uh, was you would look at the book and the book would tell you what the card is worth. And so that's how you knew back then how it's worth. And then through that process, realizing, well, there's not really that book anymore uh, as much as there is, but just with the Internet. I quickly realized that that's not the best way to do it anymore. And then I found out about eBay and then I found out how to search on what listings are, you know, have sold for recently. Cause so then I can see the true value. Cause at the end of the day, the value of something, no matter what it is, is only what someone is willing to pay for it. Even if you, even totally. if you bought something for a hundred bucks and then the next day you go to sell it, if the only person that is willing to pay, you know, 10 or 20 bucks, then that's just the value in that moment. I know that that's a really bad example and, and, and that's rarely ever going to be a part of the story. But, but that just means that, you know, regardless what you think something is worth, it's only worth what someone's willing to pay. So I started researching every single card that I had and, and realized I, I have some cards that are, I mean, I got excited because I saw a card was worth five bucks. I mean, to me, like five bucks yeah. just for this one card? How awesome is that? And and I have thousands of them yeah. here. And so that's sort of what launched my my passion again at, at 30, 35, 36 years old, however old I was uh you know back then, um uh to you know just to get back into sports cards. And then I and then I started uh kind of looking on Craigslist for for ads of people wanting to sell their old cards, and I found this one. This one ad of a guy right right by my house that was looking to sell his son's collection because he had moved out and, you know, his son didn't want you know anything that he left behind and so his dad sold me the entire sports card collection for forty dollars and uh, I, I went through that uh, that whole thing and that was probably the the highlight of my year because I'm thinking this is like someone's old collection that they spent hours sorting and just loving and and keeping and organizing. And, and I had the opportunity to continue that, and I, I found rookie cards in there that were some pretty, you know, high-end players. And I also found the a minor league card for Mike Trout, and it was it was in oh, mint condition. Nice. And I looked that card up, and I paid forty bucks for the entire collection. And I sold that Mike Trout card, you know, maybe three four weeks later for fifty bucks. And so I, I sold one yeah. of those cards and made $10 more than I bought the entire collection for. And that, that collection, yeah. if I sold them individually, I'd probably maybe get five, 600 bucks if I sold each card individually. So that I thought, Oh my gosh, I can actually like have fun with this, you know? And so it really just started off, uh, you know, trying to sell some cards on eBay, but of course that's, was complicated to me back then. And um, then I was just wanted to maybe try out opening up some actually, it started when I was opening up uh, that, uh, that collection, I, I, I did a, a video on that collection. Um, and uh, on my YouTube channel, it's, it's called something like, um, you know, buying someone's entire baseball card collection 4000 plus cards or whatever it's called. I mean, that video has nearly 8000 views. And and people just comment all the time on it that they're just like, where do you find a collection like that? It's just so awesome. And so that that's kind of what started the whole YouTube side of things. And, and, uh, and I don't know, three, two, three hundred, uh However many videos uh, I have on there, uh, don't quote me, it might be quite a bit less, but you know, 100, 150, 200 videos later, um, you know, I'm having a lot of fun with it and doing a video almost uh, every week, sometimes a couple of times a week. I I don't do like a lot of them where it's one video every day, but uh, because that can be very expensive. That's the other thing about the hobby is, you know, the sports card hobby is just like gambling, you know, you you pay a 100 bucks for a box of cards, you open it all, the cards might only be worth if you were to resell individual cards, it might only be worth 40 bucks, and you just spent a 100 bucks. So I mean, it, it is a gamble, but that's the joy of the hobbies. You just never know what that next pack is going to bring you. And it's just some great nostalgia. So I'm having a lot of fun doing it.
0: That's awesome. Uh, just uh, might as well piggyback off that. Just uh, shout out your YouTube channel and people can check it out yeah, when so they get a chance.
1: channel is called Hansen's Sports Cards. So it's H-A-N-S-E-N apostrophe S sports cards. And cool yeah i uh and i'll put that uh, yeah on my, this as well yeah, my
0: eBay, in the, description my eBay for the podcast. Is, uh
1: hanson's hall of fame sports card store and um yeah you uh instagram is hanson sports cards uh twitter is hansen s c um breaks i think so hanson's sports card breaks uh so yeah just dipping my toe in a little bit of everything and and enjoying it
0: awesome yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, and it just sort of, it, it makes me, you know, happy to see people doing stuff that they're just having fun with. And, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned just when you originally started with the YouTube channel that your intent was to, to make it big on YouTube, like everybody, right. You know, cause there's that kid that's what eight or I think he might be younger than that. And he's worth $26 million. So we think at, at 35, 36, 37, I'm 38 now, you know, that, that we're we're losing if we're not if we're not making content that everybody wants to see, but for this podcast even my original goal was okay well I'm gonna boost I'm gonna get this pumped up maybe buy some Facebook ads right. do all this stuff and once I get the x amount of x amount of downloads then I'll be able to monetize it and then I'm already I'm already thinking ahead about all this stuff right and then and then I realized well as a user like I I just I felt I felt like if I was on the other end of that as somebody that was listening to this podcast, I might feel a bit used or kind of sleazy in a way just to be like, this guy's only making me listen because he wants to get the views up to, to, to make, you know, some money off me type thing. And, and I just realized like, I don't want to be that guy. And I really just enjoy talking to my friends and talking about different topics and just, you know, having a, having a tea or maybe having a rum and Coke and, and reflecting on things and, And once I started doing that, it it took the pressure off me. It took the pressure off the people that I think were listening. Like, I just had a vibe that it was different. And so I I totally understand the whole idea of just having fun with something and not concerning myself so much with with like where it's going to go like just the fact that for for that success to have those those two days of of ranking on those charts in my category like that was cool and you know if and when that happens again that'll be cool but the 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 benefit is always going to be having a sit down and having a chat with friends and catching up and and you know hopefully helping helping them you know, with anything that they need, like, we'll be able to give you a quick shout out here. And I'm, I'm happy to put all those descriptions in the, in the podcast episode. And, and, you know, man, it's just been, it's been wonderful to see, uh, you know, you were talking about my growth and everything that I've done since we reconnected, but you know, same thing for you. I mean, all the things that you've got going on, you know, um, Darius, you know, when, when we were first hanging out, Darius was, was just a little baby and now, he's a full grown human being with, you know, like everything going on. He's, you know, it's, it's just neat to see the pictures and, you know, that's, that's the evolution of being yeah. a parent for you, but it's just, he's a spitting image of you, man. And it just, you know, he looks happy in all his pictures and you have done a, a great job being I his dad. That. And, and, yeah. You know, it has like,
1: been a while since you've seen him. Hey, yeah. He's uh, taller than I am now. He's going to be 17 in a, in, in a few weeks and um, he's, he's, he's working nearly full time and, you know, where he's working, which he only started, uh, you know, in November, they are, you know, priming him for management because he's just got that ownership mentality of, you know, working hard and just getting the job done. And, you know, he's, he's had some struggles. I mean, he has, he has had uh, some mimicking struggles like I did at his age and uh, just to see him, pull through it with his own grit and just willingness to win uh, virtually on his own. I mean, he's had obviously his parents to, um, you know, to, to learn from, but I think at the same time too, a lot of his struggles also came from the mistakes that his parents uh, mimicked as well. Right. So um, it's, it's, uh, it it is a beautiful thing. I I think, uh, you know, having relationships with, with, uh, with our own children is, is something that you just can't, I mean, you talk about, uh, you were talking about just sort of realizing, wow, like, I'm actually that I'm doing is is working and I'm having these success. I still do that with with my son a lot, thinking I'm a father. Like, how amazing is that? Mm-hmm. You know, even though my son is going to be 17, yeah. it's just like, wow, what a blessing in life, right? And, um, and you were talking yeah. about earlier too, just about, uh, you know, enjoying the success that, you know, y- you've had with your podcast is you know, um, love them or, or hate them. I mean, that's just a, a, you know, someone's personal preference, but I, I I like to, you know, kind of think back to Connor McGregor quite often where, you know, he had to, he had to learn to enjoy the moment uh, more than anything else. And so, you know, instead of, uh, instead of sort of looking too grand and too big was just enjoying uh, the moment that we're all in you know right now, because uh you know tomorrow it could be much better tomorrow it could be you know worse um but if we're if we 're continually yeah. just enjoying these these little moments of of successes in our life, then that's what's fueling our confidence and our drive for tomorrow and 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 our desire to just keep wanting to improve and you do a whole bunch of those littles and that's what adds up to those big breakthroughs. It's it's not this, okay, I'm gonna wait until, or I'm gonna do it this way and and then I'm going to be, no, I'm just going to focus on being the best version of me I can today and I'm gonna duplicate that tomorrow. And before you know it, months and years go by and you look, how did I even do all that in such a short period of time? It's because you weren't thinking a year in ahead you you were just focused on what you had control over today and i'm tying that into you know just doing videos on youtube is i I catch myself listening to my and watching my my videos back after i upload them um because i just i i'd I'd like to see things sort of from a third party view after the fact to see if i can learn how to improve and do things better and a lot of the times I will yep. kind of second guess myself like, Oh, why did I talk that way? Or why did I act that way? Or why did I do this, this way? And then I get self-conscious about it. And, and I think, okay, I, I'm not going to do that again. I, I got to be a different person. I got to act a different way because I don't seem to be getting the views that I want to get, or I'm not getting the likes that, that I, that I want to get. And you start second guessing yourself. And then all of a sudden, I, I I watch another sports card video 10 minutes later. And that video has a ton of views and a ton of likes, and the channel is really big and I realize that guy's just as goofy as I am, but the difference is yeah he is who he is, and he's confident in who he is, and he's doing it anyways, regardless of the results and people can feel that people can can grab that from you, you know, like when we're trying too hard to be something that we're not or we're criticizing our own selves. Um, you know, being our worst critics. I mean, you you can't hide that stuff from people. It, they may not see it through you or hear it through your words necessarily, but e- everything is an energy. Well, everything it. is a vibration. I mean, that's that's just quantum physics. You can't really argue that. I mean, everything pro- projects yeah. an energy. That's why when someone walks into a room. You can feel, wow, that dude is in a great mood or, you know, like, who's that guy? I want to, I want to introduce myself. I want to hang out with that guy. Or it's like, oh my gosh, that person feels negative. I don't want to be around them. This is just energy that we all, you know, give off. And, and so, you know, yeah. I, 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 I catch That's... myself, I was catching myself doing that. So, you know, even just the other day with, with a recent video, I thought, oh, why I, should I just take the video down? But no, then I see someone else who's doing it. And all of a sudden I think, okay, well, maybe it is okay to be myself because this guy is as well. Right. Uh, And he's successful and really big and people love it. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's really just, uh, and this is what I just, you know, appreciate about you so much is, you know, just loving you for who you are and, and just being confident in who you are, do things because you just absolutely love doing it. Obviously you want to be, you know, doing things with great character great morals you know i'm not talking about if you love to commit crime just be confident in it no that's not what i'm saying you know we still want to be be good <laughs> contributors in the society more importantly you know we should really focus on being interested in someone else as opposed to trying to be interesting for someone else um and uh, yeah. so um it's it's a humbling experience when you, when you put yourself out there, no matter what the medium is, it's a super humbling experience. And uh, you know, as you, as I get older and I'm just learning to not care at all what people think, unless it's a flaw in my character and uh, just do things with passion and, and love and appreciation. And regardless of the success you have, you go to sleep every day, feeling great about yourself and you wake up every morning being grateful. I mean, that's, that's the number one success. I think we can all live regardless how monetized it is. Um, you know, do we go to bed feeling like we, we gave it our all that day and can we wake up in the morning, excited to take on the new day? Right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I think, I think I can't, uh, I can't top that in terms of in terms of you know wrapping this thing up because you know I like to try and keep her around the half an hour mark, but it's funny the last I had my friend Carl on there the other day, and now you're on, and it, Carl said something profound at the end of the last episode you know episode forty two and now you've you've sort of ended it on this profound note about being genuine and being yourself and and go to bed when your head hits the pillow, being comfortable with yourself and then waking up every day, being excited. You know, there's, there's nothing better than that. And I think people, people, hopefully from this, the, the biggest thing they'll get is, you know, friendship and relationships are super important and um, you know, be genuine and be yourself and just stop thinking about what it's going to get you and what people are going to think and just be yourself and have fun. And, and, you know, that'll be, that's the ticket man that's the that's the that's the secret sauce of life is just you know having fun and and being genuine and and getting better every day and i just i just think the the way you said it is is just is hey, man, perfect and, and so just one that's final awesome
1: note to that is the reality is is people don't think about you as much as you think they think about you people really just don't yeah. care you know and and that's that's not because they're they're yeah. mean they just because they think everybody's thinking about them. So they're not thinking about you. They're thinking about you yeah. thinking about them. Right. So it's this, it's this uh, uh-huh. cycle that, uh, that is important for us all to break. But you know, I, I, I'm so grateful that you invited me to be on the podcast here today. Um, You know, if, if this is the, if this is the only time we end up doing this, it's definitely my highlight of 2021. And uh, so far, um, but you know what, if there's, another opportunity, um, to connect with you on your awesome podcast. Uh, I'd be honored to do that as well. So thank you so much for, for inviting me, uh, Steve, it's, it's awesome to connect with you. And I just know that we're going to be more connected now, uh, again, uh, because of this experience. So thank you.
0: For sure. Absolutely. And thanks for being on And And I can, I can say 100% that, uh, that this will not be the last time Very that, cool. uh, that you're on this thing. So it, um, you know and i just i i think there's been uh not only just value for for obviously the the listener, but the reason I know there's value for the listener is because there's been value for me, you know just listening to all the things that you've gone through and and the growth and just like you can feel the passion talking about you know being a parent and going through the hockey cards and all those different things it's been it's been great for me to hear that and catch up and and we'll uh and we'll stay connected for for sure so Thanks so much. And this has been episode 43 of the Rollin' and Ramblin' podcast with Steve Bertrand. And my guest today was Thomas Henson.
1: So thanks thanks so much, Thomas. I appreciate that. Take care.